Hey there everybody, it is Nolan and Jason here for Plumbing Webmasters. Howdy. This is going to be a really great one. It's our Plumber SEO Conference 2020. And so let's define it a little bit. We just went to an end of the 2019 year right. um, conference for SEO. And when we're there, since we specialize in plumbing, we're, we're translating this to what we do. For yeah, we're, we're yeah. looking out for you guys and so out how we can make it work. We're going to give you a, you know, a, a recap of the most important things <coughs> that are heading out into 2020 for Plumber SEO. We're going to go step by step and there's six main categories here. And the first one is the GMB, AKA uh, Google My Business, which used to be called Google Places and you guys know it as your mapping. Right. right, right. That's what gets you up on mapping. That's what gets you on mapping. You might also know it as a knowledge graph, that little thing that pops up, and that's going to come into play here. And, and, and since Jason's so eloquent, uh, I th thought I would have him uh, uh, go over it first while I sip on my, uh, my orange His breakfast. Apple. Yeah, I'm uh, juice juice fasting right yes. now. Okay, yes. go ahead, anyway, if you don't mind. Uh, so, uh, a lot to unpack, actually. Um, GMB, I mean, it's it's been important for a while, and we've pushed it and uh, worked on it for our clients for a while, but it's becoming, Google keeps adding new features and more robust stuff to it and making it a bigger deal and you need to pay a lot of attention to it. You need to not just make sure it's there and not make sure it's not just make sure it's accurate, but you can you can do all kind of stuff with it and it is becoming a major ranking factor uh, the the tie-in in its own right. Yeah, in its own right. The tie-in mm -hmm. between your website, GMB and mapping is very strong and very important. Um, can you I can I stop and go? You remember that guy that did the history of GMB? I think it'd be important. You know, it's, it was good, right? So, yeah, yeah. How, how they went through and it started in two thousand and five, right? Yeah. And the the GMB account, I don't remember what it was called back then. Google Places. I think or it, Google I think Local. it was. Was it Places or My Google? Something. Very quickly thereafter, it was the Ten Pack. Yeah. Remember, like a long time ago, it was ten listings right next to a map. Right. And it'd show 10 links to businesses in this square. And then it became the seven pack, which was a lot of us remember very fondly, right? Yeah. On the seven pack. Because <laughs> there was still a lot of room there. <laughs> and now it's the three pack. I'm sorry. I just thought I'd go over the little history of it real quick. Yeah. And now it's, you're, you're, you're fighting tooth and nail for real estate in there. Yeah. But in, in addition, you know, to the mapping that comes up on, the, like if you're on a desktop search and you've got the, you know, you've got over here, the mapping comes up and then the, the knowledge box comes up over here on the side. Within that, you can have all of the most relevant information about your business, how to reach you, hours, all that stuff that's, that's like critical. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the starting point. That's right. what you have to have. And the thing is... Whether that shows up is dependent on your website, and we'll get into that a little more further down the list here. Um, but you can do things like you can put in, you can open up that GMB for Q&A where potential clients can come on and say, do you service this brand of water heater, right. for instance? And you can answer those. Now, here's where you have to be careful. Uh, Greg Giffords on his keynote went over this a whole bunch. Yeah. Is those Q&As, uh, you can answer them yourself, but anybody can answer those. Anybody with a Google, uh, you know, a, a Gmail account right. can go in and answer that stuff. 
And so you need to monitor these things or have someone like us monitoring it so that someone doesn't go in and put jokey answers or try to trash your business. Because they can be another way for someone who's got a beef with you to say bad stuff or just trolls to come in and say stupid crap just because they're trying to be troublemakers on the internet or whatever it is. So the GMB, but the point is the GMB is like expanding like crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is just one thing. You've got the Q&A. You can can do posts, almost like social media posts. Add photos. Photos are becoming very important. I want to stop on the post for a second. Okay. So this isn't social media for your business, though, guys. So a lot of you guys... Uh, and plumbers out there have not had success on social media as much, and so you turn away from it. This isn't a Facebook post that falls on deaf ears. Yeah. This is a face. This is a Google post that optimizes organically. Right. And all. And and let's just differentiate the Google posting and the Google the adding to the Google GMB as opposed to a Facebook. Facebook is not an organic distribution item. For the most part, 97% of the time, they're not going to distribute your uh, business posts. But Google is entirely, uh, well, 76% of it is an organic distribution item. 24% of it is a paid item, right? And the whole world goes to Google to search eventually. But you might only have a tiny little audience that you've nurtured at Facebook and you had to pay. So the difference between posting on Google GMB and posting on Facebook are two totally different things and completely misunderstood and completely ignored and shouldn't be. Yeah, you know? that, um, yeah, you shouldn't treat a post on Google. It shouldn't be like a selfie and look where we went to lunch or a picture of your food. I'm talking about them not doing it at all. BS. Yeah. 90 plus percent of you guys aren't doing it at all. Right. No. It should be business-oriented, sales-oriented, service-oriented. It can be, you can post coupons, you can post offers that are labeled as such. Yeah. And the, the reason that's important is if you say this week, let, let's say summer's coming and you're, uh, or, or actually better, let's say winter's coming and you're posting a thing where people can have their pipes checked to make sure you're not gonna rupture or anything like that in the first freeze, right? right? And um, you can put up an offer with a discount for something like that. And if what happens is because you've made that offer in this geographic area, if someone in that area is searching for it, Google's gonna is looking for that service. Google is gonna see your offer and match that with their user intent of looking for that specific thing. Right. And they're not just going to say, oh, this website talks about it. They're saying, not only does this website talk about that, and they have a GMB, they have a specific a offer right now saying that they will give you a discount of that. And this this business is only two miles away from you. Bam. So it's the point that with, with Google Post and GMB is that it's op, direct optimization to tons and tons of people. Right. So right. free traffic. We do a lot. You know, we're a full digital marketing agency. We've specifically named this one Plumber SEO Conference 2020 because everything we're talking about and this and this is for organic optimization. Right. Opportunity right. to show up without paying, and I air quote without paying because you without do, paying per click. Without paying yeah. per <laughs> click, you do need somebody. It is the best return on marketing dollar, but you do need someone like us to help you 
Uh, and this is, by the way, all completely optimizable items by working on it, and we help with all of these items. Right. You know? And uh, what, one of the reasons all this is important is a big thing, uh, if you're in the industry, if you're in our industry, a big thing that's been coming up, it's, it's first showed up about six months ago, is a guy named Rand Fishkin, who's a big luminary in SEO, yeah. uh, started a thing called Moz that it's a tool everybody uses to check their SEO stuff. Um, he did a presentation where he talked about a rather startling uh, statistic that 50% of all searches on Google don't result in a click. Like people search and they don't click anything. Yeah, no click searches. No click searches. Yeah. And, and the whole SEO industry, you know, flipped upside down and started screaming for the hills. And all the local SEO people stood up and said, uh, that's not actually a big deal because all of those all those eyeballs are going toward the GMB or something like it. They're going toward, they're getting, we've talked about this on other podcasts, your Google homepage. Google homepage. All the stuff yeah. there. When somebody types about. in the name of your company, <coughs> say the name of your company, if it's unique enough by itself or if it's not completely unique enough, the name of your company in the city that you're in and everything that Google knows about you will populate into that screen, right, right on your desktop. So 10 organic searches, your knowledge graph, your Yelp account, and your GMB, and all that stuff. Right. right. I mean, this takes it even a step farther because if if a potential customer for you goes in and says, uh, "Looking for a plumber near me," mm -hmm. and if through all these factors, good GMB and offer you have up and all this, if you're the best, tr if Google decides that you're the best match for what that person's looking for, they put you in that knowledge box, even if your company's not the one that's been specifically searched. Right. And then all of a sudden that potential customer looks and they've got your logo, they got a picture of you guys, they got your address, they got your phone number, they got your hours, they maybe have your price range for certain services, which is another thing you can put up there. They've got an FAQ about your company. They have most of the information they need to decide if they maybe should yeah. go ahead and call. And this is stuff that we set up and tend to for the client. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so a lot of those people will just go, oh yeah, just call that one. I'd like to segue on this one to reviews. I was going to do reviews later, but it doesn't make any sense not to talk about it. Right. I mean, they're intricately tied together. So, so yeah. they're not the same thing entirely, but they are intricately tied together because reviews goes into such a broad category. It's not just your GMB account. Uh, you do want a lot of Google reviews, but Google's actually come out and said that they don't want you getting only Google reviews and they give major credibility for other review platforms. Right. Like BBB, I've heard, is a big BBB ranking. is actually an important one. Extremely important one to get some reviews on. So You, you, should, you should definitely cultivate reviews on Google, Google, obviously, BBB, Facebook, and Yelp. Right. Those, are, those, those are, are the ones to, that matter. I completely agree with those four, by the way. So when it comes to reviews, it's really difficult for your GMB account to show up your, or your what you might think of as your map to show up without reviews. In fact, this is the first year that I remember anybody in the industry talking about um, review uh, increasing in reviews, actually increasing the amount of exposure of your GMB or and or organic rankings. Yeah, right. we've all speculated about it for a while. But it's but obvious now. We actually got confirmation yeah. from the horse's mouth. Yeah. So. so it is affecting it. You guys need to get more reviews. 
things like we have a very uh, high quality review system that's integrated in to all the page content on the city pages and service pages here at Plumbing Webmasters called Righteous Reviews. Righteous Reviews allows you to text and email your clients and before you leave the job site, get a geo uh, pin drop that can be read through schema code, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, and actually can be read and then posting photos, captions of the photo, which Google's asked for, by the way, on GMB recently, to right. have captions so they can tell what the photos are about. And all that goes onto your website, onto the city page and service page, along with red pin drops that is all custom unique content. Mm -hmm. And all interlaces and, and gets married together with your website organic ranking and GMB, which are splitting uh, searches about now. 50% yeah. website, 50% you know, GMB, right? Yeah, but uh, Google, even even if people are just, uh, even if people are, even going, if they don't click on it, they still use it to read the exactly. signals. Exactly, Google yeah. is still using the website right. to determine correct whether your knowledge box shows up. So you can't. It, it's possible in in a very small percentage of edge cases to just do a GMB with no website and show up, but it's rare. And they would some, still if, lose 50% direct of yeah, the website you'll, you'll traffic. Yeah, you'll still lose stuff. And, and, and then if your competitor comes into town, by the way, and does their own GMB and does a website, you're screwed, you're off the board. And in more in, in competitive situations, which is most, yeah, they're hard. going to lose the ability for their GMB to show up. Right. Um, okay, so uh, these reviews, I mean, you need to get as many of them as you possibly can. Um, we provide infrastructure and software and complete integration into the website and GMB accounts. And then your job, it, that is the only job that I actually talk to a client about anymore to say, you must do this. Yeah, this, this, this is your part. We cannot, we can provide you with the tools for you to reach out and get reviews. We can't get them for you. Yeah. Because we can set them up better than anybody else. Right. Since we have integrated software from the beginning. If you go buy software after the fact and do a plug-in, that software plugs into this probably template website that you have with no content. The lack of content, which we're gonna get into in a minute, actually stops you from showing up at all in anything, right? Can't even show up without the content. And then you smack on this reputation management software that can do check-ins and captions and photos but all of it drops to this gobbledygook junk page on your website, and Google can't spider it to figure out what the heck is going on with this junk, 30 cities you do business in, 30 services, all garbled into one thing with one big uh, geo-pinned map at the top. Right. And so when it's set up this way, you're able to get these reviews, and I would say this too, say the four out of five people that don't leave reviews, it's fantastic because now they're providing custom photos, captions, and pin drop check-ins for very custom content. And I might add newer age content for Google algorithm. They love the photos, captions, and check-ins, right? right? It's not just a blog uh, coming on, right? Yeah. It's yeah. very relevant and then it changes your city pages and your service pages so you can organically show up in all the places that you want to show yeah. up. Better. It's it's not contrived content that someone wrote an article Correct. just to hopefully show up That's for a, a keyword. That's a very good way to put it. It's real world activity. This is my business like in at this spot doing right. the service that we claim to do. Right. And we've got you know, that and it lays it out there, and they're like, oh, there's this is legit. That's that is a great way to put it.
so the the content section, I, I didn't, I, I, I actually had it at number two, but we added in reviews. And I, I put it lower because it's not sexy to talk about. It's been talked about so much. Yeah, it's people, been talked to death people and it are sounds tired of hearing boring, it. but what's funny was... Yeah. Um, it made like a big research. years ago, everybody saying content is king for SEO. Right. And then everybody kind of veered off onto other stuff. And this year, we looped back. <laughs> and content was all over the place again. And part of that is because Google did an algorithmic update recently, like uh, three weeks ago, that they called BERT. Oh, yeah. And BERT was their first big step toward NLP, or natural language processing, hmm. where it's no longer thinking like a robot, it's reading like a person. Hmm. Now, it's not there yet. This is just the first step. But it was all tied into what Google, we still talk about keywords, and most SEO people still talk about keywords, but Google's no longer talking about keywords. Google's talking about what they call entities. And an mm -hmm. entity is a concept. Uh, one uh, Jenny, oh God, I forgot how to pronounce her name. Sorry, Jenny, I'll hit you up on Twitter. Um, Halaz, I think is her name. Okay. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I'll apologize later. Um, she did a talk and her, her whole discussion was about this. And she was like, entities are basically nouns. And it's like, Dog is an entity. Within that entity, you have the relationship of every breed of dog, but they're all still dogs. They used a, that's a good point to bring in. They used a wiki page as an example of this, like for the word dogs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And the thing is, when you've got, it, it's like there's something like a trillion websites now that Google has to look at. Mm -hmm. And you've got, you can have a keyword. That's crazy. And you can have a, a million different ways of saying dog, right? But if you then translate that to an entity of dog, then you've then all, then all you have to do is say dog, and it relates to all these other things in a knowledge graph, and all these things are dog. And so right. if you write an article about dogs, you've hit that entity, right. and then you can drill down further into it and into specifics. Really nice content going yeah, that way. And, yeah, and 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 that's then that's how you structure nice content. And that's the big thing is moving beyond simple like I, this I, many keywords per paragraph and stuff like that. that I'll talk about that for ago. a second. So, so used to back in the day, you could put up bullet points uh, about your services. And I mean, I'm talking like 12 years ago, 14 yeah. years ago, you could put up bullet points and you wouldn't have to have a page of content. And then you had to add content. I specifically remember optimizing back in 2004 and five and it would require a 3% saturation in the keyword term. Yeah. Um, back in the day, I was in home security, and I would say, in, in the page, we'd write a three to 300 word page, which was kind of long back then, and it would say, home security Dallas. 3% of the words on the page were home security Dallas. Right. right. And so that was the saturation point required to get the keyword up in ranking. Google didn't like that, but that's all the algorithm could do, and everybody had to write that way. And then it, and then it, writing got a little better. And then they started penalizing writing back in 2012 or 13 range with Panda. Say so we don't want duplicate content, and we, and then about or shallow content, shallow or all these repeated words. Probably <coughs> around 14 or 15, they started penalizing these heavily saturated, obviously plugged words. And then 17, 18, it got a little tougher. 
And then probably last year, maybe, or even this year, some people started throwing around terms like LSI or latent semantic indexing. Right. Which was basically saying, hey, if you want to show up for the word plumbing repair, don't say plumbing repair every time you say plumbing repair. Say plumbing service or, uh, you know, something, uh, you know, these other... LSI basically means synonyms to the words. So you go through and you make it... And and the whole purpose of all this content was what he was just talking about, which is Bert was able to read content like a person to make it look like somebody would have actually just wrote something without trying to optimize it. Right. right. The the writing style should be the the goal is that you write for people not not the algorithm. for the search engine. So the trick to all this is is that you still have to know how to write for the search engine because in essence of saying this <laughs> It's still writing for what the search engine wants now. It just also happens to be writing for So if you write for what the search engine wanted six months ago, it won't optimize as well as if you write for what the search engine wants today. Right. And you still have to have some, well, let me rephrase that. There are some contrived places to put content like the title tag and H1 tags where you can just say, hey, this is what the page is about. We're talking about clogged drains in this city. You know, right? Or called, you know, or whatever it is, or front yard, uh, uh, main line leaks, or yard line leaks, or uh, relining, or whatever it is. So, you still have to know how to write for it. You can't just all of a sudden go, "Oh, great! That means I don't have to worry about anything." The algorithm is smart enough to pick it up. No, you've still got to write for the. No, it's it's actually gotten it's more complicated because you you have to you have to write like you have to write for people. But still make it clear what you're talking about. Structure for the algorithm. Structure, yeah. Yeah. Right for people, structure for the algorithm. Yeah, because, you know, NLP, natural language processing, is the end goal, but they're not there yet. This is like the first step. Very first step. step. So we're not not all the way there by a long shot. And that that was, uh, Jenny made that point many times. It's like, this is not, we're not at the goal yet. We're years away from it. Just under half our staff here still writes, by the way, for you guys. Right. That's still... uh, a little um, large chunk of people here, right? We're big on content. I want to finish up something on content. We, we never set that aside. Even when people stopped talking about it, we were like... Well, the reason we never set it aside is because the content is the basis for the search. Right. It's the basis for the map to show up. The map won't even show up without this stuff structured well. So if you want to be a plumber and show up for all this different stuff from toilets and replacement to, I don't know, different types of water heaters and tankless and... Uh, different types of water treatment and RO, you've got to have a page for every single one of them. We can make a page uh, website for a plumber that has, you know, 60, 70 pages, depending. We can go into types of clogs like bathroom drain clogs or kitchen sink clogs or, I mean, it just runs the gamut. It really... One of the things... Types of pumps, grinder pumps, lift station pumps, something. One of the things Google is trying to say is that we don't want you to write a page for every keyword anymore for every entity so we don't always but yeah <laughs> when we do they work so you might have a page <laughs> for pumps and it might be pump replacement and it has lift station and sump and there's like 50 words on this one 50 words on this one lift station sump and uh, recirculation all these pumps on this page and this is like a larger nicer done page that by the way what does it start to sound like do you remember what we talked about earlier 
sounds like an entity page for pumps. Right. 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 So you can begin to write content like that, and you slightly change it as you go. I had somebody ask me, and I'll, I'll say this on, on this section. Um, Nolan, go pull up. I was driving down the road, and I didn't hadn't seen the website, and I nicely told him, I said, "Sir, your plumbing website's like 99% of them, I'm sure." which is a basic template with very little with the content. chance are very high that you have X. Yeah. Very high, like 99 <laughs> plus percent. Uh, very poor code base and never worked on and, and GMB not set up and reviews not integrated and all this stuff. And he's like, well, no one go look at it. And um, and I was talking about it because uh, we're talking about all these like really specific little, these are really detailed little things for optimization we're talking about. He said, well, go look at it and tell me what you do to beat my competition. Basically, he didn't say it quite like that, but tell me what you do for us to show up in ranking against my competition. So basically, how can you beat my competition? And I respectfully said, sir, it doesn't matter at all. And I, I, you know, for me, it doesn't matter. I, I, I understand a sales routine to try to sell somebody. It's like, but I'm the owner of the company. We're not gonna do a PowerPoint presentation to show this stuff. You have to understand that you're calling a web company. No one's going to do the poorest quality of the work that they can. They're all going to do what they can. Right. right. And we're going to do as best a job as we can at that moment in time. In fact, when we put up a site, it's everything we know how to do at that point in time. Right. And then we're paid a monthly fee to update things, add content, do GMB postings, you know, work on citations, work on content work on code base, work on reviews. It pays for that stuff. And we do everything we can at that time. So your job as a company is to be aware of all the stuff you need, get help with what you can get help with, and then probably be serious about some of this other stuff you can do on your end, like getting the reviews or social some media extra posts or some social media or whatever other marketing you might be doing there that wouldn't have to do with our full suite of services like getting leads from some lead company or something, right. which is a secondary lead compared to an organic lead if you haven't ever been dominant organically. But I just want to point out the fact that these little persnickety details, we do everything we can at the point in time. Right. We don't, yeah. what, what Nolan's, try, I think he's trying to say is we don't look at your immediate competition and then just do a little more than what they've got. Yeah. And try to do the Let's minimum. Let's tweak we this can one thing over what they just do. to beat yeah. that guy. We do everything we can. Because here's the thing: if you take that approach where you just do slightly more than your current competition, and yeah. we get a little above them, then that competition can look at what we've done for you, and they can beat that slightly. And then we're in this arms race thing. It's if it, we it just is. do everything we can. Yeah. then they have a heck of a lot more to catch up with if that, they can at all. That is SEO too, by the way. Yeah. So all this stuff we're talking about is what the algorithm grades, and that is SEO. So we do as many details as we can to get a better grade. Basics plus. So I also talk to a lot of people and they'll say, Nolan, is it responsive? They'll usually say mobile still if they ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> Is it mobile? I say, yeah, it's responsive. They've been, it's they've been responsive and mobile for over five years. Yeah, it's been over five years now. We that's standard. We've been doing that, um, and the, and I'll say uh, so. I'll go through it, and people ask questions like, and this relates to what's important on 2020 directly. But they'll they'll ask questions, and at the end of it, 
they'll say, well, what do you do SEO? I said, well, all this is SEO. These are the signals that Google's grades. And then a lot of other questions are, but do you do this and that? And I say, well, yeah, we do all the high quality, high end basics. So I don't want to diminish them because multiple presenters at this conference this time said, look, we're not going to talk about the basic baseline. You have to do quality content. You have to do high-end code base and design. We're talking about the other stuff to actually get ahead of your competition yeah. in addition to these items. Without the quality high-end basics, you can't even move on to these other yeah, things. Yeah, that other about. stuff, there's nothing to do it to. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, and this goes back to what Jason was talking about earlier is that, yeah, 50% may click on your, may not click on your website, but your, but your information won't show up without your website. Yeah, but so, your website is informing what they see on the search page even if they never see your website. So you might think, I'll give you an example, you might think that Google, by God knows, that every single plumber wants a tankless water heater replacement. They don't know that. So you have to tell them on their GMB account. You have to tell them on your website. You have to have a page of content. They're not gonna give you the click. Somebody, If somebody types in plumber, fine. But if they type in tankless water heater, you're not set up for it, you're not showing up for as it. As far as they're concerned, you don't right. You don't offer that service. So period. basics plus is, yes, you have to have high-end skill sets to start with, and then you add this other stuff we're talking about, like this extremely rich content versions and GMB work than a higher level and integration of reviews. So you have high-end code base inside the design. We do over 100 points of schema, which we skipped and I, I we skipped. We didn't talk about schema. Come back to, we'll <laughs> come back to schema. We do tons and tons of content, depending on what level we're at with you. We can do dozens and dozens and dozens of pages of content, even city pages. We have responsive websites. We have coded websites. We do citations. It's old, man. Citations have been going for like three or four years at least, right? Maybe five. Yeah. So citations. You were became, doing it when I went to work for you. So. Citations is standard. We've been doing it for years. We don't talk about it. We make a logo for somebody who doesn't have one as part of the service for no extra fee. Yeah. Cannot put New Times Roman font or whatever it's called at the top of the page and have a quality conversion. Right. right? <laughs> so there are tons of things that are done, literally hundreds of little details before we get to the higher brow. Yeah, stuff. all of that is pouring the foundation. Yep. High end, technically skilled better grade for SEO purposes from the algorithm on this foundation and then either even one up it and one up it and one up it and if you want to know how you get in front of the competition this is how and this is what we help people do so I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on that one because that is I'm talking about standard stuff we do for everybody when I talk about the world of organic it is to organically optimize the pages to show up in the top 10 it is to organically optimize the mapping to show up in the pack three for as much as possible and or as high as they can go. And it is to integrate reviews as in, in multiple review formats, Google, Yelp, BBB, et cetera. And those things are affected by the basics plus, and the basics are design, uh, custom, 100 pieces of schema plus in the code base, tons of very nice custom content, citation, set up a GMB and integration of reviews. That's what affects it, and then we work on it regularly. I'll let Jason do schema. Um, and maybe even uh, structured data, possibly, if you want structured to Structured data and schema are really the same thing. Go into that? It's the same, uh, thing. same stuff. Yeah. Okay, because I, I know there was I, a... What, what's funny is, uh, again, last names are losing it. Um, Martha, last name out of my head. 
No, I'm not going to check Twitter right now. Uh, she gave the talk on structured data, and when she started the talk, she said, I prefer to say schema because structured data is too general a term, and we're talking about schema, which is the code that you use to structure the data. Okay. So, But there's other code that structures data besides schema. Schema is the one that Google respects. Okay. So, anyway, so so give them a let me give them the Kool Aid version of it, and then you can upgrade it. The Kool Aid version of this is that Schema is a language that helps Google parcel information about a business on the site and maybe even off the site a little bit. Right. And it allows some things. Some of the manifested ways that you've seen Schema code. Um, are the five stars that used to show up called aggregate star that are gone. But no longer do. <laughs> um, and even the red pin drops, depending on how the code's wrapped around them on a geo-tracking, is a schema code called check-in. And there's a ton of other ones that don't materialize into something you can eyeball and see. The code's very important because instead of having to guess where everything is on the page, it specifically tells them in a pretty trusted format that someone would have to code that this stuff is more accurate and it makes them feel more comfortable, which helps you in ranking it, and I'll stop there. Okay. okay. <laughs> Schema is, well, he gave you, he gave you the, the basics there, and it's, I, I read a great quote recently, is Schema tells Google what your data means. With right. Schema, Google is not playing guesswork. They're not looking at your stuff saying, well, is this a service they offer? They know because we've said offer service. This is what it's called. This is a description, and we put this into this structured data that defines it very strictly for them. And they look at it and they say, "Okay, awesome." So, at a very base level, schema simply helps Google understand your data better, and they like that. And so, they know what to rank you for more accurately. Um, there's all kind of cool ways to make things, to nest schema and to make things relate on a page so that Google knows this relates to this and this relates to this and this right here also relates but links out to this other page which is a related topic and drills down and then that will help this that page over there rank for its topic. So it's like a, it's like a, a better breadcrumb as opposed to just an inner site link. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it helps with that. And and yeah. honestly, breadcrumbs, there's actually schema for breadcrumbs that helps Google know on a site what that helps define your site structure, which Google right. also likes. And I mean th there's schema for just so much stuff. If you're if you're selling any kind of product, uh, if you have services, there's schema for services. If you're selling product, there's schema for product right down to saying what the SKU is. For anybody that's ever sold like retail product, the SKU is a universal code for that particular item. I'd like to interject something here because I, a lot of times people question, you know, what we do. Yeah. And <clears throat> even though we can tell them everything that we do, they still don't know it. And they'll begin to scoff it and devalue it, which is really not a good idea. Right. And Schema is one of the behind-the-scenes thing, scene things that is really important. And I want to say something else. I don't know of anybody 
doing well we and we were not, this isn't a light statement we've looked for years we've never found a digital marketing agency doing as much schema code as we do yeah is that D- correct? doing it as doing it as as deep a level as we, we started do it. like how many years ago with schema oh we got into schema almost 4 years ago so 4 years ago and the industry only got serious about it a year ago and i can almost guarantee you that whatever site you have is a template that has like five pieces of schema in it right if that if we, that. we still you still send sites for evaluation to me that I'm like, they have no schema whatsoever. So yeah, Nothing is structured properly. When a salesperson says, oh, yes, sir, we do SEO and pay-per-click and we got schema and it's going to be SEO'd for the search engines, 90 plus percent of the time, that is not a custom site. And, and you know, that's why I was telling that guy that wanted me to go evaluate the market and tell me what I thought about his website. It's like, you wouldn't have called me had you had a site that was custom like ours. Right. He wouldn't even have made the phone call. It'd have been working good, you know. So, but but anyway, the <coughs> schema code is something that you probably want to glaze over when we're talking about it because it sounds super technical and kind of boring. And you I can't guess. see most of it. Um, yeah. Our city pages have little schema ordered list boxes on them that do those intersite links in a better format that can be tracked better by Google. That they actually scheme out, this is a service we offer, and this over here is a link to the page where we discuss that particular service. So they, they've had this before. It's called intersite link. It's just not coded as well. They have to guess a little more, right? Yeah. So it's a service, it's a service code schema going over. This is the, so, so basically you take a city page that most people would type up that's kind of complete crud, right? And then you add 15 plumbing services and little schema ordered list boxes. And it's not just this trashy intersite link. It's like, oh, these are the extra services they do in this city. And guys, that makes your city page kind of operate like a little homepage, you know? Right. It sets a, it uh, sets up, essentially sets up a small knowledge graph for Google to look at saying, this is the geographic location and these are the services performed and I have these pages to prove it. Yeah. And hey, if you've got righteous reviews, not only do you have those pages, I was about to, prove to say it, something but on that. But on that city and on those service pages, they've got check-ins saying that oh, they have performed that service in that geographic recently area. five times. Yeah, they did it five days ago. Yeah, they, they different they, captions. They different replaced photos. a tankless water heater. This neighborhood, that neighborhood in the city, that neighborhood. Okay, I, I want to draw a little conclusion on some of this. We're not done yet, but can you see how mm. maybe? you begin to dominate search rankings and get those valuable 76% of clicks that are organic on Google search because your GMBs worked on better, because you have better coded design, because you have better content and all this stuff worked on better. I mean, righteous reviews, integrations, changes to city and service pages. These are dynamic things. These aren't like small issues. This is like great stuff. Right. This is great stuff that you know, we need to like, this is the most dynamic lead generation system for plumbers available, what Plumbing Webmasters does. Right. There isn't anyone else that does it like this, and uh, there's no one else putting all these pieces together as well as we do. Right. Just, just one more yeah. comment on schema, and in addition to all of this sort of esoteric background stuff, schema will also sometimes do things to help your actual physical presence on the search result page. Nolan already mentioned the review stars, which we were talking up for the most of the past year, and then recently <laughs> Google said, well, it we're not great. gonna allow those anymore because it's self-serving. It's like the whole website is self-serving, you a-holes. That's why it's there. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> uncalled for, man. <laughs> it's irritating them suddenly deciding. People this were one taking thing. advantage of of aggregate star rating. Yeah, they were. We were not. But the, what were. it is is they rather they didn't want to take the time to vet them and make sure it was legitimate. I agree. That would have been a lot of effort on their part. I'll give them that. So they decided to just remove it. But yeah, um, like there's a recent thing where you can do there's certain kind of content. And I won't go into it too much because I don't want to give anything away. Please don't. But there's a certain type of content <laughs> that you can uh, wrap a particular type of schema around and it will populate on the searcher page and it'll take your, instead of this, this thing this big for your search result, it'll put it in a box like that. And So what he's talking about, it, we're the only ones doing that. Yeah. It, yeah. Someone at the conference, a guy talking about structured data at the conference says, we think this is about to be a thing. And yeah. I'm sitting there thinking. I'm glad you didn't bring it up because there's stuff we're not, you know, this is a lot of good information. There's lots of little things that we do here. Hundreds of little details. We go into schema hardcore. And yes, it helps organic ranking. And yes, I cut him off, but it was, it increases your uh, you can get your increases your real estate. Yeah, your yeah, real that, estate that was, organically can point. like triple, like three hundred percent more of your stuff showing on organic search. Crazy, right? Affects click through, affects ranking like boom, like that. That yeah. was awesome, and we added it to every single site we do. Right. As, so, as soon as we discovered this was going on, we we're like, I sat down with one of my people, and it's like, okay, we have to do this, 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 because this is this is a thing. Branding is important. Yeah, um, it's it's changed. Just frankly, in like a twelve month time sprint, and it's just branding goes from EAT, and there's multiple names for it. But it's like how Google views you online. And for me, um, it's gotten even more important on GMB when with that Google can really understand you. I wanted to talk about somebody like misnaming their company. Yeah. Like, let's use Springfield, Illinois, just as, uh, and that's the Simpsons' uh, supposed location. It's Springfield something. Springfield. It's never been confirmed what state yeah, they're in. I know they leaked it, and then they acted like they leaked it, and then they brought it back. <laughs> but anyway, that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, so let's, let's say that you're a plumber in Springfield, Illinois, and your name of your company is Springfield, Illinois Plumber. You know? That's it. You probably thought that, and... And in, to your credit, five years ago, that would have been amazing. Ten years ago, awesome. Yeah. Right? That, that would have been like, oh, yeah. you, just won the, you just won Google. You're so, rich. So nowadays, Google's like, well, wait a minute, Springfield, Illinois plumber. We don't know what content online is yours because this is a general keyword term. I would argue almost that. It's a general entity. A general entity. It, yeah. Or it's two related general entities, Plumber and Springfield. That's bad. Even worse. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. Is There's a line between these, but there's a whole bunch of people that fall under those entities that, that match them. So the bad news is here, you're going to lose to the city of Springfield, Illinois. You're yeah. not going to get any of that credibility. They're just going to discount your stuff entirely. Right. And so they can't. So as a brand, what you're trying to have from a Google perspective is you're trying to have Google come out and say, oh, we love Purple Widget Plumbing. You know, Purple Widget Plumbing is there. And then every time Purple Widget Plumbing is named, it's, man, that's for sure Purple Widget Plumbing. And so they give you credit for that mention or that link or that blog post or that click or that Facebook traffic or whatever. Right, right? whatever it is. Yeah, that GMB social post. mention and yeah. whatever it is. So, but if, if they can't tell who you are 
then they can't take all this data and do the algorithmic SEO that you need to show up in search ranking and GMB and organic. Right. Right. You, you're lucky if you became the local name and Google actually gave it to you. I don't think those people are safe either, I might add. Yeah. So if Springfield, Illinois plumber actually showed up on the map and the knowledge graph popped up and you had the primary keyword, Google gave you that on knowledge graph for the GMB, but I honestly think those days are numbered because yeah. most of the stuff has disappeared. I think what we're seeing when we see that, yeah. I think we're seeing a little resistance from the algorithm to take away something it's given because we see that right. a lot. We do. You get that top spot or something and they kind of like, well, that person's had it for a long time. It's a dangerous really place to be in. They take it away. Yeah. But they will eventually. It will not. Right. It's not a gift. It's not, you don't yeah. have a 10-year lease. It eventually <laughs> goes away. You, you have a you have an hour by hour lease, and they can take it away. At yeah, any you, you want to build that brand strong. You know, citations. We do all that stuff. Your name, your brand is strong. It's mentioned everywhere. When it gets mentioned, they know who you are, and uh, <coughs> branding is still a really important thing for your overall health and and showing up organically. I mean, to sum any of this up, it is it is a it is a accumulation of all these skilled things. It's a myriad of things done properly as judged by the search engine. And the more things you do, the better score you get or the faster your horse runs, I like to say. And that's what garners more keyword rankings, map placement reviews, and ultimately more leads and phone calls for you guys to grow your plumbing business. Um, but this was a really good you know, summary yeah. of stuff. Did you have anything? No, I think we covered it. Guys, as usual, I would absolutely love to hear from you. We'd love to have the phone ring or email us. But only twice. <laughs> That's from yesterday. Nobody's going to know what totally I'm talking about. <laughs> you can call. You can Watch call. all the videos. Yeah, I know. You can call if I talked to you before, but we, we'd like to hear from you. So that is the end of Plumber SEO Conference 2020. I think we'll do this next year. This was good, right? Yeah, this was good. I liked it. Take it easy, guys. See ya. Bye.